Hello. This is Grace Mott, episode like 34, I think. Wow. I think. That's a lot, this man. Podcast. Let's do the song. Hit it, bro. Grace Mott. Grace Mott. Grace Mott. Grace Mott. Grace Mott. Excellent. <laughs> it was a different okay. style tonight. We did it a different yeah. style. It was yeah. kind of the rap version. Kind of the rap version. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. it was hip hop. I don't know. The, I don't know the difference, to be honest. I yeah, I'm we'll call it that. Hip hop. I like it. I like it. Okay. Whatever sells. How, how was your week? Hot. Just freaking hot. Yeah. It, it's it's just. Hot. It is. It's just so hot that it's just hard to think about anything else when I'm outside. It's just, gosh, just so hot. Going to my car and walking to my car to the grocery stores. So it'll pass, I know, but man, it's hot. It's like 100 every day, 104 or 5 every day. Has for the last, what, week or so, right? Yeah, it was, so. it was even hotter down. In, we went down to our, our lake property in Texas. Yeah. And uh, it's three hours south of here, and so it was even hotter. We were riding around on a sea dew. Yeah. It felt like somebody had a giant blow dryer blowing mm-hmm. in our faces. That's, I was telling somebody on Sunday, I, I went for a bike ride and usually, you know, you get that breeze that kind of blows across you if I get a little sweaty, but man, it was just like, it was like someone blowing an oven on me or something. Uh, it was just, it's weird, but it's Oklahoma hot here in Oklahoma. Oklahoma hot. So, so yep. You were going to say, do you, uh, I have. I spent the day with a guy okay. today yeah. who uh, has a, it's a passion for him. Okay. He has a, uh, a place where guys getting out of jail can go live in okay. like a little travel trailer until they get on their feet. Yeah. Get a job and, and move out. He charges them just, just a little bit of rent, just enough to yeah. kind of break even. But it's kind of it to me. It seems like a thing that could be the Gracemont uh, nonprofit mission kind of thing to help those guys. So you seem to have a I don't know for like the homeless or something. You you mentioned like going down at, with the homeless and doing a Gracemont podcast. So that's kind of something that you've been thinking about, apparently. I have. I think it would suck to be homeless. Oh, yeah. I hope to avoid it. And for those that are not avoiding it, I'd like to help them out. Yeah. Yeah, well, well these... I... Okay. No, go ahead. I don't know. I was I was like, I was, I was getting ready to squeeze you for more information. All right, here it comes. Okay. Uh, this guy was himself in prison. And when he came out... Okay. The only way he was able to make it was... A buddy of his, who had also been in prison, gave him seven hundred bucks and and let him live in a a trailer that he had until he got on his feet. Then he got a job, and then he got got to work, and now he's you know back to being a productive citizen. Yeah, and uh, staying off drugs, staying out of trouble, all that stuff. And so, you know, people are pretty in general. If you think about it, you don't want to think about the people coming out of prison and what happens to them. You don't really care. You just want them to stay away from you. 
Right. But yeah. It's a huge problem because the system is not set up for rehabilitation. Huh. It's set up for punishment, really. It's yeah. not set up to get those guys back into the mainstream. You know, right. So it takes charities like this one to to help them go back to being productive citizens. So, okay, so how do you see Gracemont, like, working into that equation? Um, I think if we make Gracemont a nonprofit organization, we collect money and give them money to help them, like, buy another trailer and get it fixed up for the next guy. Okay. We, we could have a service there. Yeah. That's, that's where our services could be at that place. There's not a, there's not a, it'd have to be outdoors or we'd have you know, to take a tent or something. One thing I signed up for, and I'm glad I signed up for it and I'm going to do it. I'm going to, it's called walk for water. It's a deal my work is involved in and, and you're, we're going to like walk and carry a bit, but. but but then we go online and we raise money like, okay, can I, you know, I'm going to do this. Can I raise $50? And my goal is $270. So I say all that to say it's, they just make, make it up or something. Just walk, you just walk. And, and then you, they say you carry a glass of water and you walk down here and you pour it in a thing. And, but anyway, we could do a fundraiser. Could we, could we do a, like a, Hey, here's we're we're raising money for a homeless. Uh, now we wouldn't be five hundred one three C. Now I know a little bit about this because I'm on a committee at my work where we give money away, and before they can give anything, they the who they give it to has to be a five hundred one three C nonprofit. You have to get your license and your credentials and all, and then my company would support us. But until then, um. I don't know. We could we could do some. I I don't think that's illegal, right? To say, hey, we're going to spend a month, and I don't know what would we do. We could we could do it you at a do, church. Yeah, you can do any kind of fundraiser. You just can't tell people it's tax deductible if you're not a through C. You just tell ah. them, give money to this. It's a it's a worthy cause, and they yeah. can give you money. They just can't write it off on their taxes if you don't have the yeah. the the five hundred one three. Hey, so 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 think about. We can do that. We can make that happen. It's not that hard. You just need a lawyer. Or or what if we did? And and you're really good at this, and so much better than me. And I'm kind of volunteering your services here. So don't. So uh, like you love to do these cookouts and stuff, and invite about twelve people, share our vision. And and let's and I'll be there, man. And I will I will finance it. I will help buy that and say, Hey man, we have this, we have this vision and we have this idea. We've been doing this podcast and here's our idea. And we, and we have, we'd like to raise some money for these people. I mean, something like that would be, and maybe let them know up front. Hey, we have, we have, we have a, what about all these people, man, that you like connected with? Uh, is there any way you could reconnect with them? And I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I am. Nobody just, likes me. Well, you took us. You took. You took. A, you took a. Uh, you took a stance, and you and you kind of planted your flag in the ground, and 
and uh, but some people I think anyway, so but those people still like you. I mean because they I don't know if anything I think they would go you know what I could tell he was not happy and it looks like he's kind of venturing out trying to I don't know I'm just thinking out loud I'm just brainstorming I'm whiteboarding I think yeah there's lots of stuff to do I do like having cookouts we can have cookouts for Jesus and criminals I love it I love it and and just and then and and, you know raise a couple hundred bucks or something I that would be kind of cool I that'd be kind of cool that would be in all honesty I could see that being a hundred percent a godly activity to help to help people like okay so i'm going to tell you a story okay tell me a story okay my buddy i've been clean and sober for 30 almost one years now and my buddy craig i don't think you've met him yet anyway i want you to meet I, him i think i have okay but uh he he's a, i was either runner no that's scott that's Scott. Scott. Yeah. Well, who's Craig? Craig is, is Craig the one that was on with us one time no. or no? Oh, yes, 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 yes. You haven't met him in person, but he was on our podcast. Yes. He so had a anyway, bad mic. He had a bad mic. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but anyway, he, uh, I was, I was in my addiction. I was in a little rock, Arkansas, and he showed up at my door with a car full of groceries he fixed my car and he said, if you come to Oklahoma City, I'll give you a job. And that's how I wound up in Oklahoma City. He just gave me a little bit of help. And that's that's how I'm 30 years clean. But on that day, for 30 years, I've called him every day. On on the day he showed up at my door, it's March 19th. I went back on my calendar and figured it out. And the first year I called him. But anyway, for 30 years, because I so appreciate he just, I was just in a bad way and I was, it was like I was in quicksand, you know, it's like the harder I fought, the deeper I was getting into this. And, and he gave me, he gave me a hand up, man. And it, like I say, I call him every, every year on that day. And I say, Hey man, today's the day that you showed up my door in Little Rock. I don't know why you did that, but I'm 30 years clean and sober because of you, man. And so, so I say all that say, dude. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'd like to talk more about that. So, so we can give these guys a hand up when they come out. A of hand prison. up, right? Yeah, that's right. And what and a great plus, thing, right? Yeah. Plus, this guy and I are talking about starting a, a business together that would have a steady stream of employees. These guys coming out. Ooh, and, and they'll be working outside. Uh, away from other people so you wouldn't have to tell anybody hey this guy just got out of prison you just they're just gonna be outside working yeah and uh and uh get them started and get them cleaned up get them to where they can afford to live on their own and stuff anyway i like it that's what i'm thinking i like and it grace Mont could be right in the middle of it heck yeah man we could be the spiritual guides to these fellows. And you know, another thing we could do is we could like, let's, let's say somebody got cleaned up and was doing pretty good. Had him on the show, had him on the podcast. Absolutely. Say, yeah. Like, how did you get into this man? And, and how does that happen? And, 
And, you know, there's, there's, I was talking to somebody about my work and they were telling me about COVID and they were saying during this COVID thing, they had people who drank themselves to death. I mean, it's like, oh yeah. So, so there's people out Drinking there. Drinking went up. Yeah. There's people out there who are like, they're at a crossroads, you know? I mean, and I had a buddy at work one time and he said, man, you know, I'm drinking like a 12 pack of beer before I go to bed. I'm like, dude, I kind of know that. I know that <laughs> journey. And that's, that's, you need to, you need to tone it down. And he, he kind of did and kind of didn't, but, but yeah, he was, and he worked every day, showed up every day. I mean, maybe, but he was, he was a drunk dude, but he well, was you trying know, to, yeah. you know, the vernacular gets yeah. functional drunk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Functional alcoholic. Yeah. Right. That uh, uh, true story though. And people who know me would know who he is. So I feel, but he, they, they eventually fired him. He went to some, uh, work function where they were serving liquor. And apparently he just got drunk, just so drunk. He was just couldn't, he could, I don't know what all he did, but apparently it was really unsightly and so they they finally let him go so he didn't really get a handle on it but here again he functioned but but he worked there for 12 years you well, he shouldn't have gone to the party yeah shouldn't yeah. gone to the party he's got you should have gone to rehab yeah, yeah right but so uh yeah i liked your idea all right you want to talk about grace Mont questions Yes. Yep. I I kind of like your question of. Well, see, mine I think swerves right into your your questions. You think I need to do mine first, then? Yeah, do yours first, and then I'll and then I'm going to tell another story and why I'm asking this question. Uh, But I think that's what led me into this. So you go ahead. Okay. So I've been pondering. It's not so much for me, but it's for other people that finally realize they don't believe all of the, the magical stuff right? or the supernatural stuff with Christianity. And they come to realize that that voice they've been hearing in their head is just their subconscious. It's not the Holy Spirit or, or it's the voices from schizophrenia talking to them or, or whatever. They finally figure out that I don't believe in the Holy Spirit anymore, but I've been talking to the Holy Spirit all my life, thinking that that's who I was talking to. And by talking to the Holy Spirit, I was talking to Jesus. And Jesus, of course, is in communication with God because they're supposed to be all one and the same. Yeah. But now I just can't believe that anymore. So how do I get the peace that comes with the Holy Spirit? So yeah. what are your thoughts on that? Because that's something you've, you've had to face. Yeah, and you even mentioned, too, like heaven, there's no heaven, and and uh, there's no hell. and uh, But, yeah, um, that okay, so I thought a lot about that. And then I have my thing I want to talk about. But one is, like, sure. if, if we went to, if we went to India and we said, how would we how would we say something to someone who believes in reincarnation and said, Hey, I just want to tell you 
that's not how it works. I mean, we, we, you know, we, we've done studies and we've researched this and we, there's no evidence that that happens. Um, of course they wouldn't, they probably, they wouldn't believe it, but would it be good? Would, but would it be good? Is that a good thing? Because they find a lot of comfort in it. They find a lot of comfort in that. And even though it's the truth, it, there's something that says, I think they need, we need to tell them the truth. Okay. And here's my story. Okay. okay. And I'm taking a long time and you just hop in there. So I was in high school and I was, I was roofing, I was roofing and that, and I had a buddy with roofies. Oh, I was on a roof, uh, a roof, oh, okay, doing okay, okay. shingles, nailing shingles and tearing, tearing shingles off in the yeah, middle okay. of the summer, man, it was beat down hard work. But this guy, he was working his way through college and he was trying to get it on at UPS. And so we're out way out in the woods and he sees this little UPS truck goes by and he raises his hand. He goes, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And I said, what is that about? And he said, well, I'm trying to get on UPS and I'm just taking it that that means God is conscious of me. He's conscious of me and he knows where I'm at and he's working a plan. And it just, and, it, and so I started doing that. And I mean, I got a lot of comfort from it. I, I have done that for years and years and years. If I see a UPS truck, I'll go, thank you, Lord. And it's kind of like he's, he just knows. He's saying, hey, I'm aware of you. I'm aware of your life and stuff. So I was thinking the other day, I'm trying to catch my thoughts. I'm, I'm doing this new deal where if I think negative or something, I can capture it or what am I thinking about? But I was doing that and I was thinking, okay, is that really is because the thing that's going on, it's just a, it's a mathematical chance. But I'm looking at it as God's sign to me. It's not God's sign. It, it, it's a mathematical chance that's happening. And um, the problem is, and that's fun, that's fun. But the problem is, and this has happened a few times, I've had a bad day and I kind of look around, I'm looking for a UPS truck and I don't see one. <laughs> and, I've, and, and, and in my mind, it's like, well, maybe I didn't have a good, maybe God's not like, you know, did I do something wrong or something? So, so think about that. I'm basing that whole scenario, that whole mental pathway based on something that's not true. It was fun to believe and it still gives me some comfort and stuff, but it's not, the problem is, like I say, if I don't see one, then it's like, well, does that mean God's mad at me or something? So I'm trying to, I'm trying to fix that. But here again, with the Holy Spirit, do we tell them or do we not tell them? They find a lot of comfort in it. I think I think you do, man. And and that and then how do you do it? Is uh, it's it's t the only thing the only thing you might do. I th I think if, if someone is like. A seeker, okay? Because there's people who aren't seeing. If you went to the pastor right now and said, "There's no Holy Spirit," he, you are the devil. So that person's not, he's not going to listen to, to that. So you just politely, I think, step aside. But someone who's like, "Yeah, I've had some questions about this, that, yeah," I don't know. You might say, "You know, I've wondered about that too," and I wonder about this, and just maybe challenge their beliefs a little bit. And if anything, it could work as a detox, you know. 
is as a as kind of help them you know some of this ephemeral areas you're living your life in is maybe you need to rethink some of those ways you process the universe in your life and stuff so i i think you don't tell them i think you wait until they come to it kind of like you and i did we both yeah. i didn't ever tell you anything like that until one night we were standing out of a side of a party and i was like you know i don't really believe all this and you're like yeah i don't either <laughs> and, yeah and that's how this all came to be we both have been in church together for years mm-hmm. And we'd really come to our own conclusions at different times, but neither of us tried to convince the other of that because we didn't want to like, you know, it's like telling a little kid about Santa Claus. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't tell and some little kid there's no Santa Claus. I, I, I see what you're saying. And yes. And yes, it was funny because I, you were saying things in our Sunday school class. I was like, mm, I wonder about that. And I think you were picking up on some things I was saying. Uh, but anyway, so so here's here's think about this. Here's something that I that I ponder myself. Um, the Aztecs and the Inca. They they were very religious. They they were they believed in gods and but they were like murdering human beings to sacrifice to this god. Now the comfort part of someone who finds comfort in, in believing in God, that's fine. But when here again, we talked about it a little bit, the stem cell research thing, right? There, there's a religious argument that's, that's holding that research up and that, and our species could benefit so heavily from that. And I also, I was, I was watching a YouTube video the other night and it's about in Islam how these governments are built on their faith. Now, in America, we have a democracy, but their governments are built, their economy is built around that faith, that that myth of their God, the way they treat their women, the way they don't teach their daughters. That's all built by religion. That's, that's That's religion in government. Now it probably gives them a lot of comfort when their when their parents die and when they get sick and they can't understand things and they can go to that religion and find uh comfort and, and peace and meaning. But then again, they're they're facing the way they punish their wives is based on their, and that's a government. That is a, that's a law that is legal. That's how, that's where I think the problem happens. And think about, think about science. Just think about if we just could let some of those chains fall by the side and just in science, just say there, let's put this aside. Like that argument about how old's the earth. I mean, it's just a distraction, man. It's just stuff that holds, it holds us back intellectually of growing. And so that's my so that's my deal. That's why I think probably in the long run, if and here again, you and I sought each other out. There was no like, Robin, listen to me, man. I know you feel really good, but you, 
you know, that's that's not the way it is. I wasn't like that. We were like, hey, I have this question. And so we together, I think. I think together we kind of said, hey, you know, I I uh, let's open up, talk about this a little bit. And yeah, I've had hundreds and thousands of conversations about this, but it was all with myself, (laughs) you know, over (laughs) over 15 years. So anyway, I I had you know, another part of what I was thinking is so you know finding comfort in in your spirituality when you don't believe the religion you've been taught all your life that you've yeah. been indoctrinated with right and so to me not believing in hell gives you peace yeah right because you no longer have to worry about going to hell and that was right that's a tool that's been used. Yes. I would say it's been used against Christians by their leaders for centuries. As the leaders think they're doing the right thing, but they're really harming these people by frightening them over something that's not real. (laughs) I and And I've got, yes. Do you wish to comment on that? Yes. So I watched, I watched, now, I told you about this Bob Jones University a long time ago. Anyway, sure. so there's these two guys. They were both from Bob Jones. One guy was, he was going down the ministry path, and he and he felt, and he started having questions, and he fell out. Anyway, he, his mission, his mission is to stamp out religion, Christianity, because in his mind, it's, it's child abuse to take a child and say, Here's this man who is cut up and bleeding and and he's violently dying on a tree and if you don't if you don't accept him this hell is going I mean think about that's what we're teaching our kids man and 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 he is kind of reverted back to so his his mission he says and and he he seemed so level-headed and stuff, but he seemed very passionate about what he felt like. Maybe it's what it did to him. You know, he just felt how he anguished and, and as a child, you know. Um, and he said, man, that's what we're doing to our kids in the name of goodness, you know, is is putting these fears in them and, and these, I don't know, and these stories about sacrificing animals to God and, and I don't, it just seems, I don't know, like we need to get away from that. I wonder. So, well, I know, I know what you're talking about. Cause I, you think about the guy has a point. If you think about yeah. okay, you take a little kid and yeah. you don't let the kid go to scary movies. Cause that would scare the kid. Right. Right. And, and you don't, you don't tell the kid that it's actually possible that there could be a war where some men could come in, rape his mother, kill him in some brutal fashion, then rape his sisters and kill them all. Yeah. That could actually happen. Yeah. No, you don't want to tell them that. That's scary. But you'll tell them that you got to love Jesus and give your heart to God or else you're going to go to hell, which yeah. is this horrible place in which there are just billions of people down there in a constantly burning to death in a flame <laughs> for eternity. By a God who loves you. Yes. By a God who loves you. <laughs> so I, I see, I see the, the, you know, the, that kind of indoctrination 
you know, for those who believe it's true, right. then they feel like they must do that. But those of us who don't buy into that anymore, I can see how you could say, yeah, that's child abuse. Yeah. Or you think about like over in, I mean, today it's probably easier to see over in um, the Middle East where they're teaching their kids and, and beating their women. I mean, um, and that's what those kids are being raised to do, that that's okay to beat your wife, to, you know, uh, it's easy kind of, because I could see, man, that, you don't need to be teaching in that. Man, that gets them. And then these kids grow up and they're 30 years old and all they can think about is killing some American, man. Just like, ah, because of their faith, right? It's like, man, if I could just blow myself up and take out about 12 white Americans or whoever they're fighting against, then... I, I, I think that's a pretty small subset of Islam. Oh, but is it? Most of them are just trying to get through the day, you know, like yeah, you and I are. Okay, I think. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. But I mean, here again, yeah, I'm not ripping the... I Okay, it sounded like I was ripping the Muslims, but what I'm saying, what I'm trying to do is connect faith. Yeah. Con- connect gotcha. how this, how those kids were raised, man. Right. You know, and so we would look, we would look at that and go, that's just wrong, man. Teach a kid how to do all that kind of stuff. Anyway. So, well, yeah. I was also thinking, okay, if there's no heaven and you believe there's no heaven, that can also give you some peace if you're not trying to get there anymore. It's like this place out, it's like this journey you're on. And at the yeah. end of it is heaven. Yeah. Your whole life is a journey to heaven. If you don't believe in that, then your journey is somewhere else. And you can set your journey towards helping people. Okay. Grow, growing your mind. And, uh, and making your body healthy and helping those around you. And, and rather and, than and, trying to get to heaven. Right. And, and opening yourself up to, you know what? The booty had some good teachings man and the booty the booty the buddha the buddha uh, oh, okay the, the booty the i'm i'm all the, the booty, i'm all about no. the booty too but okay the buddha so go so ahead. when someone's trying to go to heaven they can't steer out of that that vein of thinking right right and so yeah um i like it i like it so i trailed off there a little bit sorry Talking about the booty, yeah, the booty, <laughs> the booty got got us off, man. The got me off too. Okay, too. But yeah, it if you're trying booty, to make it booty to time, heaven, booty time. So, so if you're not trying to make it to heaven, if you're not focused in on trying to make it to heaven, because if I'm trying to make it to heaven, I won't read the the Buddha, I won't read Confucius, I won't read these other things because to me those are the the devil, those are the world. So I'm trying to make it to heaven. So if I don't have that pressure, I can. I can search different things and I can have different thoughts and different concepts and theologies. It's okay then. And maybe I'll find something out there that's better or at least more robust than the sort of simple thing I had that seems so weird anyway. You know, so much of it was just weird and contradictory you know, and you grow up, you grow up justifying all that, you know, 
I think I told you I had this huge battle inside myself of, I want to be a good Christian, but why don't I witness? Right. That was, I had that battle for years. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you this secretly, the people we know, they have that same battle, but I mean, they swallow it or whatever, but that is, oh, but that, that was the, the contradiction I had in my life was like, but man, that was a heavy burden to carry. I, and I carried that burden. Well, there was always somebody trying to shame me for not witnessing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I was like, oh, well, you know, I'd make up something. But I knew I wasn't going to do it because I didn't believe it. Yeah. I'm well, not going to go tell people stuff I don't believe. Uh, but I claim to believe it. I claim to well, believe it. Well, you did believe it, didn't you? <sighs> kind well, of. Here, well, here, yeah. Okay. One answer is 100% yes. The other answer is... Why am I not witnessing? Why don't I care? Why don't I, if I believe it, then why, why does my life not, it should, it, it just seems like my life should be like a life of Paul. Just, I'm just out witnessing and, and, but I wasn't, and I didn't really want to. In fact, I was kind of embarrassed by it, especially later there. It's like, yeah, I don't know, man. You know, you asked me, some guy asked me, you know, about knowing, knowing the art, man, that seems pretty weird. And I'm like, yeah, you're kind of right, man. I mean, and I'm supposed to be an advocate for this stuff. And, <laughs> but but I, have, I wonder too, man. Well, I think about it right now. I would be happy. I would be happy to tell anybody about what you and I talk about. Because, uh, you know, those who would be open to it anyway. Yeah, right. I would be happy to say, this is what I believe. If you want to hear it, great. If you don't, that's fine. It's just something yeah. I like to talk about. I'm, I'm not trying to talk you into anything. Yeah. So that's totally different from going out and witnessing as a Christian, because you are trying to talk them into being part of the team. Oh, I know. Whether you believe it or not. And you're you're trying to talk them into believing some stuff that doesn't make sense. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's really hard. I, I yeah. wasn't about to do that. Yeah. See, and I, I was in the position where... I was trying to do it and, 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 and argue my point, not argue, but convince them of this is why the Bible's correct. And when they come back with these things that I had doubts about too, I need to walk them through that and around that and prove to them how that that's accurate and why we should continue to believe that. I, I encourage you to believe that because it's, it is true. It is the God's word. And deep down, I'm like, God, I just can't do it. Um, right. It's interesting. It's interesting, but we're free. And we're going to start a gray smart something or another with homeless, it, right? It is. This is so much, I guess. I, I've the best thing about this is freedom. And, you yeah. know, so it's, so it's well, like quit that church we used to go to because yeah. the pastor was a fruitcake. I I feel even more free, and I'm never going back to a Baptist church, ever. I'm not going to walk in the door. Yeah. And, 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 and it's something. freedom. Yeah. Well, here's something that I'm thinking about. You're a super busy guy, I know. But I just, as much energy as you put into that, how you and 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 as much and as bored as you were, and I was too in those Sunday services. I was trying to worship God, but I was just so bored. <laughs> and I was and I was doing the deal every everything. But 
to take that and finally get do something that matters man i mean i mean i think this could really matter and 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 to see if you could get energized in that uh the way i did with fighting that fight yeah and and just a super 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 good feeling every now and then i i get i have these like moments where i'm doing something philanthropic and it just feels so good. It just feels like I, I feel like I touch God in some ways. Okay, so here's what happened the other night, and I'm just telling people. But I was at I went to some Asian market. It was a kind of a fun thing, and there was a guy and his, his wife, and they had a little baby, and they were in a restaurant, and they came up and looked at the menu, and he goes, "Maybe not. Maybe we should go someplace else." And I said, I said, please, please let me buy your dinner. And they were so embarrassed and so gracious, but they stayed at the restaurant. I bought them there. And because they stayed, I went ahead and got mine to go because I didn't want them to feel uncomfortable, yeah, sure. you know? And so I got mine to go. And when I was walking out of there, I just had this feeling like, I don't know. I just feel like that's just what, that's what God's about, man, is just touching somebody like that. And it just, so, so I, I think if I could, if you could see it, like, like when you do something for somebody and it just, you just know it was right. You know, it's like, right. dude, that's just, that was just right. I think it, I just wonder if there's something in this uh, venue. And like you say, like with your, with these guys, I think that's kind of cool. You know, I'm, I'm a little nervous about it, but I, I'd give it a try, you know, and I know something about that. (laughs) Well, something you and I have. Yeah. Is we can talk to sticks. We can walk up to a stick and start talking. And the two of us together can strike up a conversation with anybody. Just, yeah. Right. And we could get them talking about this kind of stuff and say, Hey, do you, do you have faith? Tell us about it. Cause it's absolutely no judgment. Cause we probably don't believe what you believe, but we don't care. We we want to understand you. Yeah. Your journey. You know, tell us about it. And, and we could get those people on the podcast, yeah. like kind of a before, like when they're first starting their journey. And then yeah. like a year later when they got a job and they're making the down payment on a house. And yeah. So, okay. And stuff and like that. Yeah. Right. Yes. Are you, were you done? Yes. Okay. Cause I cut you <laughs> off all the time. I know I do. So, okay. So, when I was, when we went down, you and I went down one Sunday morning with our church and we helped feed the homeless. And, uh, I was, so I was, I was in line there and I was going to do my very best. So I got in and I started talking to those guys and I said, hello. And the first hello was like, yeah. And I said, where are you from? And he said, da, 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 da. And I said, what did you do there? And there, it was like, there was something about, Hey, this guy's kind of interested in me it was like a hunger of like, and so they would tell me about them and then they would tell me about their family. But it was like, there was, they had such a hunger for someone just to be interested in me. They knew we were going to say, hello, good morning. God bless you. But here's some food. Get the hell out of here. Here's some food. Get the hell out of here. If you need some scriptures, here's a, here's a website you can go to kind of deal. But, but, and so to your point, 
some of these guys, especially like, like if we do a podcast and say, Hey, tell it, tell us your story, man. Tell us. I think, I think there's just something inner energizing and alive about being interested in somebody, you know, just, just genuinely yeah. like, Hey, look, I, I swear to God, dude, I really tell me because I think I can learn something from you. <laughs> I think I can learn. Tell me your story. I, I, you know, I, I just think a genuine, humble, like, dude, you have something and I want to know what it is and I want to connect with you. And I think, th I think that that's pretty cool. And I think people like that. And I think that would be a good way to weave this into that somehow. So. Yeah. I think there's no reason why we couldn't instead of, uh, you know, feeding, feeding the homeless we go down there and talk yeah to them. and we could feed, feed them feed too. their brains and yeah, find, you or, know, find or out just... how what do you really need i mean you you don't need breakfast yeah. on sunday you you need more than that to get back into do you want to get back into the mainstream hey, do you want a job do you want a place to live that's how it could connect a little bit if we went out there and did that and say we know of a place in fact we're raising money for a place that you may not know about I don't know. That sounds scary. I'll do it. You go down there and do it. I'll, I'll go with you though. We should be <laughs> But that would be, it, it would be, at, it'd be out of, well, maybe, you know, or that, or it, you're packing, you're packing, or I, I would go down there with the idea. If I die doing this, by God, I died in the best doing way God's I know work. how to die. I, I just did the, the best way I know how to, how to die, man, is like reaching out to, to homeless. So bring it on. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. You, you, you're cogitating. I'm cogitating. And we'll get it figured out. Something. Yeah. Well, I think a good place to start is this, this place that's already started. Yeah. I so like that idea. we can just be part right. of something that, so the right. guys that are running it are really, really passionate about it. And they, yeah. they've got perseverance because they've been doing it for several years. Yeah. So we would just be, you know, you and I are a little bit flighty, right? Yeah. We're like, oh, yeah, we're in. Well, no, we're out. Okay, yeah, we're right. out. No, yeah. well, we're in. Yeah. We're in. Yeah. We're in. Having, this having, week, no, we're in. having yeah. no idea what how hard that probably is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But we can help them whenever we wanted to. Yeah. And little by little, become more and more involved if we wanted to. If not, we could like, eh, slip back into the shadows. And or, 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 or instead of looking at it that way, slipping back into the shadows, saying, okay, we're going to try this, but maybe there's something else that we're a little more interested in or, or, or maybe a different avenue. To give ourselves a little room to say, okay, because we're developing, we're developing our vision. We're developing our where we're where we're going here and so right. but that's part of it because you you and i both i think feel that but yeah i'm okay with like going down there i, I would be okay with going down there and, and doing some good solid help and then giving ourselves the option is there something else? like the podcast thing man or or all of it i don't know i don't know well these guys can get a cell phone and if they've got a cell phone, they can be on a podcast remotely. Oh yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. How would we do so it? So they could they could do that easily. If they had a pair of headphones, that'd be ideal. Yeah, but if not, right. then they can just do it right on their cell phone. And and I think getting them to tell their stories 
Because those those guys, you know, guys yeah. that have been in prison have some pretty good stories. Yeah. Uh, well, I was minding my own business, and these two dudes came out of nowhere, you know, and yeah. forced me to rob the liquor store, and then they yeah. shot me up with meth, you know. And just yeah, the, and just yeah. like like I was so down, I was so depressed, and then if someone heard that and said, "That's where I was too, man. That's where I am now," yeah. you know, right. this this dude kind of figured it out or something. You know, and so maybe there's a little hope there. So I like it, man. I think, I think this is a word that could be spread too, because those people are like throwaway people. Nobody wants oh they they, they don't want the to have yes. Yeah. People would be just quite happy if they just disappeared or died or dissolved or were disintegrated. Right. Rather and they don't step up and help them. Yeah. I haven't been stepping up and helping them, but I think that's something something that i i think gracemont could help with yeah i agree and uh yeah and 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 i haven't been helping them either but we've been we've been doing something right so we're doing something yeah and we're learning we're trying to figure it out like what is what is a good wavelength here to get into that you're kind of stoked about i'm a little stoked about and it's like there's some energy there and, and just think there, John Luke, how I really think what you went through is going to be so, it, it's going to be such a good learning tool down the road when you look back at that and, and analyze how did this happen and stuff. And, and, and who knows, maybe, maybe God's directing you. I don't know. I'm kind of open. I'm kind of open maybe. to some of that, some of that, but. Maybe. Or finding, finding, finding your, your, your calling. And I think the way you find your calling is you find something that just really energizes you, you know, and, and, and you just, you're cool about spending all weekend thinking about it and fooling around with it. And, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's, I'm, I, I think that's kind of cool, man. So. So, hey, and we've almost done this podcast for a year. And I talked to a guy at the gym last night, and he's, I told three people at the gym last night about our podcast. And maybe they'll, maybe they're listening now. They're not listening now, but they were going to go look at it and listen to it. And I told them kind of, I was being very, very honest, but I was being a little, I was marketing a little bit. (laughs) And I said, hey, I just want to warn you, it's very controversial. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) if you go here and listen i said we get into pretty much every topic and we so just please you know so maybe maybe they listen but with that one guy he said yeah i think i and then i talked to davis today and he said he would uh he he said yeah i want to be on again man so well there are people listening more and more i mean little by little it's picking up yeah and but my my, my deal is and i like that but i kind of just like what it's doing for me a little bit it's it's well, challenging I, me to look at myself and all right this is grace Mott podcast number episode number 34 this is where you can come and be free of free the, detox you can be free detox, detox from the indoctrination that you went through as a child the intoxication of religion the intoxication <laughs> of religion <laughs> <laughs> the intoxication of indoctrination. Yep. Yep. Uh, and you come here. We're and and join the journey with us. 
the the thing that is most the best thing about it is the freedom I feel, the weight off my chest of not having to pretend to believe stuff I don't. Yeah. That's the that's been the best part. And just to be able to speak freely with other people that believe like I do is Yeah, it's good, man. Okay, and what else? Okay, you can send a question to Apostle Duke at ad1 at gracemont.com. I need to check uh, those. If someone starts emailing me, I'll check them. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening in. Bye.